Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Dual Screens Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Stephen Fontana, and with me, he's in that other box. He's Andy Asimakis. How you doing, Andy? I want to give our guest the biggest balls award. Oh, Stephen. The biggest cojones this, award. Let I me like tell it. you about this guy. This guy asked me to play a demo of his game, like the same day Elden Ring and uh-huh. Horizon came out. <laughs> I was like, I have to stop what I'm doing <laughs> to play this guy's demo. And I was like, yes, I'm doing it. And it crashed. <laughs> and it crashed. Yeah. <laughs> Biggest cojones. You'll love yeah. it. You'll love it. And joining us this week is Kai Nicholas, developer of Silence is a Lie, which is so accurate when you have children. Uh, a story-driven tactical RPG set in a fantasy world of a little girl's mind. Kai, welcome to the show. It is a pleasure to have you here with us. Thanks for having me. And you definitely need to explain why it is true when you have children. I'm very curious about this. There one, is no such thing me. as silence. Anytime, yeah, that's right. Anytime there's silence in a house full of children, they are doing something horribly <laughs> wrong. Like yeah. just horribly wrong. Something is either wet. Something is broken. Somebody's sitting on someone. There's always something. So the silence is a lie. 100%. Yeah, you're perfect. That, that's perfectly fine. I just need to jump in right there because uh, the game is about my daughter. And when, when something is, you're, you're right, when uh, there's silence, something is wrong. The first time ever, my daughter was absolutely silent. Uh, we were just renewing our, our home. And we were so happy that she was playing on her own. She was silent. And it was silent for quite some time. And then we only heard fire, oh. fire. I need help. So she, she actually lit up something uh, on a candle. And we just finished one room uh, renewing and she almost burned the entire room. So I perfectly agree. When the children are silent, <laughs> you have a problem. <laughs> this is... <laughs> was she that calm? She was fire. very calm. Yeah, but, but, but I need some help, fire. Papa. Papa. Yeah. <laughs> Papa, there's a fire. <laughs> wow. Oh, so actually, that's, that's a really good starting point because, I mean, it's about your daughter. Like, I, I had no idea. Can you go into, like, first of all, why don't you tell our listeners what is Silence is a Lie? We'll, we'll start there and then we'll get into the whole genesis and story and all that stuff. Okay. So, first of all, it's, it's a turn based strategy RPG, like the classics, like Final Fantasy Tactics. When you look at it, you have no doubt that it is massively inspired by Final Fantasy Tactics. Um, and I won't lie about this one. Um, it's just because uh, I loved this game when I was young playing. And um, uh, when I thought about what kind of game can I do within a given time, within a given budget, um, within the the resources that I have, uh, I just thought this is the type of game that I would like to do and that I actually can do. Uh, Because as an indie dev, you're always limited somehow and you need to make decisions. Of course, I could plan something totally different and then just know this would take me 10 years and I will not be uh, disciplined enough to do it. And so I decided on a game like this because I really love this kind of game, this pixel art style combined with 3D um, environment and uh, RPG touch. I always was an RPG player playing D&D and all this stuff. And um, you just want to have people to level them up, to give them cool abilities, learn cool spells, learn uh, new abilities. Um, That's the basic idea. And uh, it is actually, it is about my daughter because um uh story time here not too sad uh, it's all based on my divorce and um my i just saw my daughter um going through this divorce and what it did to her and this definitely is something um 
that touched me and that I think could be a, a good starting point for, for a story. Uh, but mostly I'm a developer, I'm a programmer and I'm creative, not at all. I, I, no creative <laughs> ideas at all. So the problem is I, I sit there and I know, okay, I want to do a game and I know I can program it, great. So what's the game about? I have no clue, I have no clue. And I started writing stories and it was all bullshit. And then I just thought, okay, before I come up with something totally uh, new, which is crap at all, um, let's just look back at your own life and um, try to make something out of this. And um, I just uh, I wanted to do this game about my daughter and it, it, I will put in some life lessons. And the, the major point when you're doing a game is you need to come up with some cool characters. And again, I'm not creative. So what I did was I just took a look at all the persons in, in my daughter's life and exaggerated each of them, the, their characteristics. I just exaggerated them extremely and just take what's left over. And then you get very funny, strange persons. If you just take a look at the persons you know, and you think if they are a fantasy person, a fantasy world, and you take their characteristics and multiply them by 1000, what would they be like? And uh, yeah, then you get funny persons. And that mostly covered the creative part uh, that I was not able to do uh, without it. Andy, can you imagine you and I multiplied by a thousand? Well, that's you in real life, right? You're just the exaggeration, the exaggerated part. That's what you are. You you would be you would be like a notorious human being on this planet. I don't want to know what the timeline looks like or re yeah, reality or um that's too, too much next of level me. shit. That's that's what if Marvel's what if story <laughs> stuff. But yeah, uh I wasn't prepared for like a story about divorce going into this podcast. That's I telling you, baby, I'm good tactical, at what I do, man. A tactical <laughs> RPG. I'm like, oh shit, can go one of two ways. So, like, what's the gameplay like, or what was your divorce like? Give us all the. <laughs> it was yeah. it was a mess. It was dirty, and uh, a divorce is really something you don't want to want to experience in your life. But on the other hand, it really if I wouldn't have uh, gotten divorced, I wouldn't never have made this game. So yeah. um, it has some positive effects and. Uh, it definitely is a good time to to restart somehow. I'm 44 right now, uh, been divorced five years ago, and um, it really helped me to to uh, get a fresh start in the middle of your life. So it's a positive thing. Thinking sure. back right now, I only can see positive things about it. The only minor point is that my daughter, of course, for children, it's never good, but uh, mm. a, a really good thing. So and it's sure. nothing nothing tragic um, yeah but we can talk about gameplay as well no problem <laughs> no, oh, oh yeah, don't worry fun. we will don't worry we'll, we'll get there we'll get there um but i want to go back to something that that you said about you know you're not creative and you just sort of just wrote whatever was going on i mean that's that's a very that's what they teach you when you're in a right when you're learning how to write creatively they say write what you know if you're writing something that you know it becomes real it becomes uh People can feel it. They understand that it. it's not manufactured. Um, so I think that's like, there's nothing wrong with doing that as a, as a developer who is not necessarily creatively um, vest, you know? Um, so, but that, yeah. So kudos to you. I mean, you know, it, it that's gotta be like, probably that's probably the most difficult, write What, you know, topics to choose from <laughs> like outside of death, but you know you did it so Pat yourself i guess on the this back. is uh, this is a big advantage of the of the indie game development in, in general that people you have this this personalities and they just put in their own heart into the into the game 
And I guess you realize that if you take a look at the AAA title, it's polished, great graphics, all this, but it um, sometimes really misses this personal touch. And I see mm. this in indie games all the time. So I guess it's really a difference. Yeah. And that's what I like about Kojima. Cause he, it seems like Kojima seems to always be able to put his DNA into his stories. That is Konami can't, could not tell him to do that. Sony cannot t tell him to do that. It's like, they're just, you do you and it's still going to be polished. It's going to be a beautiful experience, but like, it's very uniquely that person. Um, and that, that's the mark of a great creative mind as well. Yeah. Yeah. But he's, uh, one of the very few you need to admit. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Andy. Oh, man. Uh, well, first off, I would love to have played some of this game. It didn't keep crashing every five minutes when I was trying That's to. That's not indicative of the game's. Carve, uh, out, carve out a little bit of sliver. So if I had played some of the game, <laughs> what would I have experienced? <clears throat> okay. Well, what I gave you is really just a, a prototype demo. We put something together because people started asking. Um, uh, I didn't plan it that early, but uh, yeah, I just wanted to give something to some people asking me. And uh, actually, you you have just three levels there with some some uh, small story going on. Nothing uh, which really has to do with the real story later, but just to give people an idea. And actually, you just start out um, only with Kim. That's the name of my, my daughter. She's a protagonist. And um, you just have, as usual, a tutorial fight. And then we just... Uh, build up the team and you can even recruit some persons, you can equip them, you can go to a tavern, get new people to go to a shop, equip your people, learn some spells, and then just go into another battle uh, to practice a bit the, uh, the game mechanics. And it's really the, the classical one. Each unit can uh, move and act in one round before they wait and choose an orientation because it makes a difference, of course, if you're attacked in the side or on the back. And um, Based on your on your speed, uh, this really um, is relevant for who's next. Um, sometimes, if you have a very very quick uh, character like a monk or a ninja, uh, they may be even to act twice before I don't know a mage is able to act because it's, he's rather slow. And um, yeah, something like this. So it's it's nothing brand new till now. But I need to say this game is really. Um, in development by the deepest meaning of the word. We, we just started on this one. And every day wow. uh, we come up with new ideas um, and we just bring them in. We don't have a, a fixed schedule, a fixed plan, and we just work on it. No, we, we just every day we sit there. Okay, what can we do today? What, which crazy shit can we bring in the game today <laughs> that we will erase tomorrow, but for today it's fun. And um, this is, uh, <laughs> but, but it's really um, a lot of, of the stuff that's in the game now was really just by by accident, by by just playing around. And uh, yeah, that's really, when I say we, I need to explain this. Um, I have one a programmer working with me on this full time, which I actually hired because it's really a lot of work. And I have uh, artists scattered all over the globe, mostly in the cheap countries of the world because small budget, um, which do do graphics and um, yeah, do the level or the stuff. Sure. But actually it's really, uh, we are working on something today. We are having the last level that we created it only just exists because we had a bug in the code and this bug led to strange visual behavior. And as we saw it, we, saw, we thought, hey, we can make a level like this because it's nice. So this is uh, really development. Uh, you have no plan and you just take what happens and make it something good. 
think you just solved the video game crunch. This is like the best approach. <laughs> just be like, yeah, we'll do something today. We'll fix some stuff. We'll add things. We'll see how it goes. No pressure. <laughs> no deadline. Yeah. Let's wing it. We'll just wing it, guys. <laughs> I love it. I think that I think that's brilliant. I think that that's one that's one way to keep people calm, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> during uh, game development, um, I, I you, you did mention something that I that I wanted to mention. Andy, take the next question because something just came and then it went. Well, I um, do want to build on you said before how you're starting with a very like when you imagine what a tactics game would look like, that's what you have. And it's not it's not changing the game, breaking the rules. How do you evolve it so that it does? And it's like, why am I playing this game? Like, I, I just play a tactics game. What's going to draw me into this world and this game? Um, mostly, I guess it will be story. <clears throat> um, I'm deeply convinced if you want to really have a, a game which is really involving you, um, it needs to have a nice story. It needs to tuck you in somehow. And uh, you must be addictive to how is this going on. Uh, but uh, on the other hand, um, of course, the game mechanics must be absolutely clean and fluent. And uh, I guess the the what um, uh, always drove me when I was playing Final Fantasy Tactics was I want to learn the next great spell. I want to get the next cool ability because I just want to see how it works. I want to see how much damage it does. And uh, you just want to improve your, your people all the time. Um, and it's really this, this character building that you're doing there. Mm. Um, and as, as you can choose between different job classes, there is no, no given pass for a character. You can choose it on your own. You can say, okay, I will train this guy for, for 10 levels to, to learn some night skills. Then I will train him for 10 levels to learn black magic. Then I will train him to learn white magic. And then I will make him a monk, a ninja, a gunner. I don't know. Oh. And um, so you can, of course, you can create very um, uh, mediocre. Is it mediocre, mediocrity? Uh, when you just can do everything a bit, but nothing mm. special. Yeah. Okay. And jackable um, trades can... kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> or you can you can choose a pass and make one guy an absolutely expert in one field. Um, and this also leads to the fact that even if you play the entire game through, you will not have seen all the abilities, all the magic spells. You will not be able to see them all. And um, this will somehow make you come back and say, okay, last time my, my uh, team was made up of mages and knights. This time I will play with monks and gunners. Um, and uh, yeah, hopefully the, the crazy abilities and the, the cool spells will really um, always push you forward. You know this when you play a game. Um, you should have uh, shut down the PC an hour ago and should have gone to bed. But you always <laughs> say, no, just one more level. Just one more level. If I level him up, yeah. I get this new ability. And then you see, okay, next level, I yeah. get this new ability. And you can't stop and you can't stop. And I want to create something like this. It's, it's hard, of course, um, but I want to create something like this. So I remember what I wanted to say, and it actually ties into this again. Game de- development is very hard you have a small budget that you you admitted that you are you have one other person full time and everybody else is kind of outsourced to uh as be as inexpensive as possible right. now i want to go and talk about your kickstarter campaign because you did try to raise a certain amount of funds to get this thing off the ground it did not work out as you planned can you talk about that and then how you got to where you are now where there is an actual publisher listed for this video game Okay, first of all, the publisher is my own company. <laughs> I oh, need to. Oh. Okay, well, there you go. 
that's uh that's fun but that's okay (laughs) but you know what though like it some you're not the only one that does this that that's something that i that i want to nail home to our listeners is that game development is hard but there's not just because you 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 don't succeed in one avenue doesn't mean that the entire project is destined to not succeed there are other options that you have as a developer so i want you to talk about all the work you put into the kickstarter it not working out and where you went from there and how you're going to push this forward because they we again we have listeners that are going through this right now that want to make a kickstarter right now talk about that a little bit for for those people yeah so um the the, the basic point here is uh you need to learn to fall in love with failures otherwise you have no chance and there will be so many failures along the way and um you will never get the feedback that you really want to have and with this kickstarter i already did it with uh, with the attitude let's do it let's give it a try if it does not work that's okay but if we haven't tried it um yeah, how could we know uh my my beloved quote from from a friend of mine is uh they have already said no and this means uh, it, it applies for so much if you want to to ask out a girl i don't know if you never ask her you already have the answer no. So even if you ask her, you can't get worse. You can only improve. So that applies for so much. The people have already said no, but if you never ask, you don't get this answer. You can't right. fall lower than you are. You only can win. And this is what I did with the, with the campaign. I just uh, tried it. I just wanted to see it. But in general, um, you're working on your game hours, hours, hundreds of hours. You put everything you have in it and then you create, I don't know, a post, a Kickstarter campaign, a video, whatsoever, and five people watch it and two people like it. And if you can't handle this disappointment, um, this will be a tough ride. You, you need to learn this. And that, that applies for game dev, just like for the, the rest of the life as well. Right. But um, that's, I guess, the point. If, you, if you're creating a game for the other people because you want their attention and they want you want them to praise you for doing such a great game, I don't know. Uh, you will fail but if you just make a game because you want to do it and give a fuck about what the others say then you have a chance you have a real chance it will still be hard of course right and there will still be drawbacks and failures but uh, you need to go through this and there is no there is no golden formula there's no shortcut there's no short road to success you just need to struggle to hang on struggle hang on and even on the days especially on the days that you don't believe in your own game that you are totally out of energy and you want to quit and want to start something new these are the days where you just need to sit down at your pc start it up open your editor and sit in front of your code as long as it takes before you start to code again and if, if you can't do this, then sorry, then it's the wrong business. Mm. I'm, I'm sorry to say this, but it, it's really, it's a tough business. It's perseverance. Game, Very, it, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of perseverance that goes in, in game development for sure. Yeah. And um, what I just can, can offer here, um, what I found very encouraging is Twitter. There is a nice community of, of uh, indie devs. And if, you, um, if you're down and want to talk to someone, you will always find someone there to have a chat. And this is always encouraging to... to talk to other indie devs because you all have the same problems. And um, I guess you will always find someone to to talk to and to raise you up again. But by the end of the day, the work needs to be done and you need to do the work unless you have a big budget and you can just be the, you know, the manager. And yeah, you do this and you do this. I just, uh, yeah, 
have the money. But uh, <laughs> I guess indie devs are not like this. And uh, if, if this is what you're doing, you're not really a developer, you're something else. But uh, yeah, but if, if you don't have the, the discipline and the strengths to, even on the, on the darkest days, the worst days to go on, yeah, then uh, you won't have a chance of succeed. To succeed. Do you, would you do it differently? Like, do you, do you see that maybe the Kickstarter maybe was too early or do, were there any lessons that you came out um, out of that campaign with that maybe you're going to take a little bit down the road? Like maybe you're going to start a new Kickstarter when you have a little bit more uh, to show, a little bit more concrete. It, w w is that in your in your plans? Um, this, I did not really analyze it because this is, I guess, part of, of moving on is I could sit here and analyze, okay, what was wrong? Blah, 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 blah. What mm -hmm. could I do better? Uh, but this would always only cost me time and energy that I could put in the game. I just did it. I tested it. It failed. I'm perfectly fine. I have, uh, I, I guess a hundred people, um, which I, uh, which supported it, which now I have in my email list, uh, which I have contact to, which will help me test the game and maybe promote it. But actually, I did not waste any time or energy on analyzing it. That may be wrong. Uh, that's just my way. So it's really just my way. It may be wrong, but I just thought, okay, I, I can go on coding and working on my game, or I can sit here and overanalyze what I did, what, I, what was wrong. Uh, I have a few ideas about it, but I really did not spend, spend too much time on it. Um, and that maybe uh, it, uh, people wrote me, just try a new campaign a bit later, this feels strange to me. This is really, um, I don't know. Uh, it didn't work the first time, so I try again. I try as long as I get the money. That, that again, feels very strange to me. I'm not quite sure. Um, this this may, be, may be okay, but it does not feel right to me. Um, yeah, it, it's, you know, we've we've had guests that have done multiple campaigns where the game changed uh, different. It, it became different, um, whether it's the art style or, you know, even just music or uh getting a different vertical slice of the game that shows a little bit more of what it's about or you know development just continues so there's more to show um so they say all right listen we have a more to show now uh things that, that people can get a little bit more excited about let's just throw another one together put it out there and see what happens andy i know we've had probably three or four guests that that have had campaigns that did not go well the first time that they revamp even two years later and boom they get a ton of money or they, they get a bunch of uh press out of it and and or a publisher even um just just getting that megaphone and, and kind of yelling it out every yeah they again. do like really hardcore like a post-mortem like what what didn't work with this campaign yeah and kai's just like i'm gonna go you know have a bagel and cream cheese and <laughs> go back to my game and I, i'm not gonna give a shit about what just happened over here which is like from like the from like a mental health perspective i want to know like how because i'm always stressed out about failure in general like attempting something without getting like even at work like people's feedback am i doing this right what if it goes wrong what if i fuck up and i feel like every single human being needs to hear what you just said indie games also like in the first part of it but then the, the other half was like just if you fail you fail and move on and just keep at it and this is it this is purely passion that's what's driving this for you yeah, definitely. But uh, I guess you you remember that I said my divorce 
uh, only had positive effects on me. And I guess yeah, that's this is part of this. When in the middle of your life, everything's breaking down um, and you sit there, you, you could, you could uh, sit down and be sorry for yourself. And, uh, I'm a blah, blah, blah. But this does not help. So um, I really, this was, was a turning point for me as well. And um, you start to think about things differently. Um, and this is actually something that I want to um, massively implement in the game. This game should somehow be a collection of life lessons that I've learned that I mostly want to write down for my daughter, but in form of a game. Because if I just write it on a piece of paper and she reads it, she goes, oh, yeah, okay, interesting, thanks. Uh, but if, if you play a game and you're really emotionally involved in a game, I guess you are more willing to, to uh, adapt lessons that, that the game is presenting you. And um, I guess this is really one lesson of this. Um, nothing is as serious as we take it. And if something goes wrong, yeah, forget about it. Go on. Go on. Mm. Just do the next thing and do the next thing and the next thing. And sometimes some things will work and sometimes some things don't. And um, it, life is, is not a game. Life is a series of games. And this means if you want to win in the end, you need to, first of all, learn to be a good loser. And this, this just means, okay, I don't care. Oh, no, that's not right. Because if you say, I don't care, you already have an attitude against something. It's really something like, I don't, nothing. It doesn't touch me at all. I just go on. I'm just sticking on my path and just go on. And this is definitely um, healthy for your mind. Definitely if you're in the IT industry and definitely if you're a developer uh, or an indie dev. Indie dev. Um, but this is really something um, I've just learned through all this, this trouble. And uh, people should set out on this path of learning this stuff because it really eases your life. It really eases your life. I feel like I'm at a weekend seminar and I'm getting a talk <laughs> for free. I should be paying for these pearls of wisdom. <laughs> you just need to, to buy the game later. Then you have all this in there. But, but actually, I was, I was watching a lot of, of, of YouTube stuff um, when, after my divorce, when I was down. And this definitely helped me. Uh, all these life lessons are out there for free. Yeah, you don't need to pay for those. Um, and this really helped me uh, through this. And this really helped me being, being a developer. And for, for all the rest of your life, it will help you as well. It's not only for, for, the, for the development. Can you talk a little bit about your planned story? Um, and how it touches on life lessons. Can you give us an example? Um, these are all small lectures. So it's, it's not one big story with one big lecture in it. Um, but basically uh, the, the story, first of all, to cut it short, as far as we have it right now, it's not finished. Uh, mm -hmm. The story has not been finished uh, till now. Um, Kim is listening to her parents uh, fighting and, and getting divorced. Um, and this is somehow throwing her into a dark fantasy world in her own imagination. So this is somehow an inner conflict that she's struggling because 99% of what is tough in life is just an inner conflict. It's not what's happening outside. It's always how we react, react on it. And uh, I want to, to um, catch up with all these topics, these inner conflicts that we go through each of us um, is going through them and I will try to bring them in. Of course, this is always tricky if you, uh, if you want to teach people a lesson. Uh, it, um, you need to be very careful because it pretty quick can be very uh, like you teach. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and this is really something that you need to 
touch very carefully um, to, to tell people, okay, look at it differently and think about it like this. And um, yeah, but this is, uh, I'm really picking up the topics which I think uh, each and everyone on this planet is uh, encountering and will try to offer a different perspective, at least on it. not a solution because the solution is different for everybody. But uh, yeah, and it's, it's a lot of, um, you know, the Stoics, Mark Aurel and all this stuff, these kind of people which had a very, uh, let's say, relaxed view into the world. Whatever happens, happens. Um, but I want to bring in topics like this to um, just give people an idea. You can you can dump it and you can go on playing the game. It will have no effect. But if you play the game and you enjoy it, and I could even give you one or two ideas which also improve your life, that would be great. That would be absolutely great. You mentioned at the beginning how you always knew you wanted to you wanted to make a game but you didn't have the creative portion just the technical aspect of it how did you know you wanted to make a game what was the bell that went off like i want to make a game one day i want to okay. be an indie game developer okay then we need to go back a long time <laughs> something about 25 years from now yeah okay <laughs> all right um uh, i was i was sitting in my parents house basement playing on the ps1 or playing on the pc the early pcs um and i'm not quite sure what game it was it may have been the old XCOM games or maybe even final fantasy and at some point i just thought okay how is this how is this working how do you create something like this and this is actually the point where i got interested into developing games and this really um gave me the um, the impulse to learn programming and then i started to learn programming pretty quick started a business pretty quick had clients working for them doing websites doing apps doing any kind of programming but not doing games and this really took me 20 years and a divorce to to realize someday hey when you started this you wanted to do games of course in between i was always doing some some game dev stuff on the weekend learning the, the the graphic parts of programming all this um, but when you are running a company having a family having a baby girl having three dogs having a wife um, that's so time consuming no, you got, you got uh, rid you, of one of those yeah at least <laughs> and that was the biggest time killer um, but actually uh, during this <laughs> <laughs> if okay. you can't laugh welcome. you cry right if you can't oh, laugh God. you cry welcome to our relationship podcast uh, we're talking <laughs> yeah. about topics today uh, but actually during these years i was only my wife um was uh, only on friday night she was going out with her friends partying that was the only time the the dogs were sleeping the baby girl was sleeping my wife was outside the clients won't call me in the middle of the night on friday so I had seven, five to seven hours when nobody was, oh, 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 I need you, um, that I could sit down and do some programming. And this was actually my time. But five to seven hours a week in the night when you had a long week behind you uh, was not that productive. But it was enough to um, always do something. God, you know, I really can't wait for the day to come when the game is a huge success and you're like on your yacht somewhere and you just like text your ex-wife, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the point is she will be in the game as well of course she will oh, yeah yeah and, uh, what are her what are her thoughts on all this i'm just curious like because she must know that she's that your life is a big part of this game's creation its story all of it what's that 
part I'm not of quite it. sure if she knows that she will be in the game. And um, I can't think of a better possibility of revenge, like having this person in the game and doing with her whatever I want to. So, uh, but let's see where this is going. I How many heads will she have? Let's mm. think. <laughs> wow, that, no, you're living out the see. fantasy, man. You're living out the fantasy. Yeah, actually, this is really, uh, with this game, again, with every indie dev, you can, whatever comes to your mind, how crank it is, you just build it in because there will be no one who is telling you, you can't do this. Why? I can. And I'm doing. <laughs> so, eat it. Of course I can. Let's let's see. I'm not quite sure um, how the rights are there. When I bring in a character, which is somehow based on my ex-wife, mm. uh, looks like her, behaves like her, of course, does not uh, has the same name, but uh, I'm not quite sure if a lawyer will knock on my door and say, hey, you can't do this. But I'm, I'm quite sure in Germany you can. Um, yeah, let's see. <laughs> well, good luck on that. <laughs> yeah, thank as, you. as if things weren't contentious enough. <laughs> 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 You're a goblin now in my game. That's what I've Again, done. Keep talking. The balls talking. on this man. <laughs> you know, I, I had a sense from the beginning, <laughs> but I had no idea. Just think about it. You know, it sends a game that doesn't work, puts his ex-wife in the damn we thing. We need to send this episode to like every like divorced man's like group on Reddit, all that stuff. Like, have a listen, guys. Some guys exacting revenge on all your behalf. <laughs> what is she your... got so much so much money in front of the court when we got divorced so uh, i need to get I some know, revenge somehow so. i get it oh I get it. lordy what does your daughter think of all this mm. um she is 16 years right now um of course she somehow likes the idea that she's the main character in in a game like 16 year old girl is sure. but um she has grown up with different looking video games everything is polished everything right. is high quality and yeah. when she looks at my game the first reaction i got she was looking at it while i was coding it's also pixelated why is it so pixelated that doesn't look nice because she does never she never got in touch with with uh, pixel mm. characters and all this area mm. so she basically uh, does not really understand but from time to time she's taking a look uh, she's not really interested but um, and I'm not quite sure if she will play the game. I gave her the demo three months ago. She hasn't started it till now. Um, <laughs> so not because it's crashing, but just because she was not interested. Right. Uh, but uh, yeah, let's see. Um, in the end, the, the best situation that could happen is that uh, on the schoolyard, her fellows come up to her and tell her about this great game they are playing. And the protagonist is called Kim and is a lot like her. If I could reach this, that would be great. That's what I'm mm. trying to do. Well, she's not going to be on a playground if you don't get this goddamn thing done, okay? She's going to be <laughs> yeah. in the college library. She's She might be delivering your grandkids by the time we get this damn thing. No, I'm, I'm just <laughs> um, I mean, Especially if you just keep putting new ideas in the thing every day. Uh, but, you know, what, what are you doing... Are you, are you keeping your ears to the ground in the genre a little bit, or are you just kind of developing this in, in a vacuum? Because a lot of the times, you know, being different than or sort of being um, a complement to the bigger games in the genre is a goal of indie devs. Um, you seem to be taking more of a, I'm just going to do this thing because I want to do it. But are you keeping your ears to the ground a little bit on what's going on in the scene around you in the tactical RPG Genre? Uh, yeah. Yes, a, I'm, I'm a, taking a, a look. A big one just did drop like the other day. Yeah. Triangle Strategy came out. Yeah, yeah. This one really, when you're working on a game like this and you see the, the first pictures of um, 
a triangle strategy, uh, of course, it's devastating. You just, okay, that's so much better than everything I could do. That's in the first place, it's really strange. Um, I, uh, I always um, keep an eye on what's going on there, but uh, I don't play a lot. First of all, it would take me too much time, right. mm -hmm. but mostly I know whenever you play something, you will automatically steal something from it if you want it or not. Oh, and um, I, I don't, I don't want to do this because it's um, subconsciously you, you will always copy something. Mm. And I just want to come uh, bring the game as far as I can without getting ideas from the outside, mm. um, not to make it extremely unique or not to be like, I don't know, uh, there are so many games out there. You always like something. You can't even avoid it. Even if you right. have never played any other game, you will always be like another game. Um, but it's really, I, I realized, um, in myself, when I'm, I'm playing a game and I like something, then I always want to implement it into my game. And I, first of all, want to try on my own as far as I can get. Um, but mostly playing games is, is, is a time killer as well. Yeah, mm -hmm. if, if there's a nice game, I know I am uh, get pretty quick addictive to good games, addicted to good games. And this would mean a few days are gone, a few days in which I could do programming and uh, get my own game done. Hear me out, guys. Hear me That's out. my life right now, by the way. Oh, I yeah. <laughs> Hear me out, Kai. You ready? Rhombus strategy. Just, oh. just one up them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Rhombus strategy. Boom. Square won't even know what hit him. We got it. <laughs> we did it. We did it. High fives all around. <laughs> that's that's like my biggest fear if I ever made a game. I'd be like, I would pour like my life. My all my savings, energy into a game, and they'd be like, "You just made Mario Brothers three again, Andy. <laughs> this is all you've done." Uh, it's a it's a squirrel tail, not a raccoon tail. No, no knowing totally us, different. It, knowing us, it would be like Flappy Bird or something. Oh yeah, it would be, it would be way you, worse you, than Mario three. You, you just made Tetris. <laughs> Nothing wrong with making Tetris, as far as I'm concerned. Mm -hmm. Tetris is dope. Mm -hmm. Um, so uh, what's your what's your um. What's your plan going forward? Do you have a, a date that you're going to try and hit on this thing? Do you have, um, at, at some point, are you going to be, you know, content ready and you're just going to start polishing? Like, what, what's your what's your timeline looking like? Yeah, my first timeline was to finish by the 16th of January this year. As you realize by now, I didn't make it. Yeah, um, that... <laughs> missed it by that um, much. Yeah, and I... Um, Hopefully in the second half of the year, we will have some real playable demo, not the prototype we have now. Sure. Um, uh, the, most of the programming is done. What really takes a lot of time is creating the levels and implementing new um, abilities and spells, all this stuff, because every single ability, every single spell that is uh, used in the game needs to be coded by hand. There is no, um, of course you can, you can program a system where you just bring in new stuff, and it's then it's fire spell fire one fire two fire three and uh, okay but that's that's not interesting for me um sure. every ability is coded on its own so in the second half of the year there will be a real demo uh, but i'm pretty sure that it will still take to the beginning of next year to really have a full-fledged game um because with all the testing that still needs to be done but mostly the the, the creative part the the level creation because i want to have a approximate 50 levels in it and each level just takes at least a week for the designer to do them so that's a simple equation and um yeah then still need to do some programming on it 
And uh, I'm not quite sure uh, when we launch, if we will launch on all platforms at once, because this is also something, once a game is done on the PC, I want to port it to the Switch, to the Xbox, mm. to the PlayStation, all this stuff. And this porting will take some time as well. So it's always hard to, to give a um, precise timeline. Is this something that you were thinking about doing an early access thing for on Steam? Um, not quite sure if, if I really like this early access approach. This seems to me, I may be wrong, but it seems to me like I'm a lazy developer. I'm, I'm too lazy to find the bugs on my own. Go ahead. This is early <laughs> access to me. Um, maybe I misunderstood the concept. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but... <laughs> In in some cases, no, no. yes, it's definitely exploited in that way. In other yeah. cases, it's basically a paid demo where you say, "Hey, uh, buy my game at full or at slightly less than what it's going to release at at full price." Now it's unfinished, but you know it's a demo. I could get, you know collect your feedback. They do use a lot of those things because Steam is a very good platform for stuff like that, especially mm -hmm. if you're able to get some. Um, some push behind your game some people to to wish list it and and maybe get a small forum going that could really um help spread the word or, or organically i think that i'm saying that because i think that this game would make a really cool early access title because of how um how you're adding to it and how the the experimentation with the abilities and the magic and and unlocking things like that's kind of the the draw the carrot at the end of the stick and if you could give people a taste of that you're going to, I feel like you could get more people behind the game earlier. If that, if it matters to you to do that, it's almost yeah. like free, not free marketing. It's, it's like you're paying, they're paying you to market your game, you know? <laughs> okay. Maybe I really need to review this concept and maybe it's, it's, it's worth a try. I guess you, you can't really lose something when you do it. Um, but actually I haven't completely planned all this marketing strategy and all the stuff. I'm really focusing on the game. Sure. I know if, if you want to really get your game out there and be successful you need to always do both you need to take care of marketing and all this stuff yeah. um, but uh, the, the coding is too much fun and i always get lost in the coding so i sometimes i plan to do today i will do a post then i'm just fixing a nasty bug in my code and then it's midnight and i forgot about to post it and yeah that's, <laughs> that's just how it is <laughs> yeah well believe me we know Yeah, it's gonna be good. I feel I we don't hear a lot of like sprites and three D background games as often as we think we do. It's either you're gonna go full pixel art or full the other way. But seeing them both together again, it's special. It makes me happy. Did, in a very was Felseal Arbiter? Was that one? No, I think Felseal's is completely hand drawn. Yeah, right. this yes, looks like right, tactics. Right. It's like yeah. it's pixel art characters and fully rendered three D. Right, right. background stuff going on which it's it's a little jarring at first like these don't that don't look right at all <laughs> but, then, but then it's like oh look at that it's beautiful it just and, so and now with the context of knowing that this is essentially a internal fantasy world of a, you know a young teenager or preteen if if the timeline is correct um yeah i mean that's 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 really cool. It's a it's a cool juxtaposition to have this. Yeah, it's almost like this view of the world as the world is beautiful, the world is pretty, but everybody in it right now in this struggle in my life looks jagged and and dangerous and you know and including yourself. I think I think that's pretty cool. 
maybe I'm thinking too much into it, or maybe I'm giving Kai a little bit too too much credit here. But he's like taking notes. No, no, you totally nailed <laughs> the point of my entire game. Oh, that's it. That's that's totally. Here's re- repeat it back to me one more time. <laughs> Let me write it down. <laughs> we'll, cl- uh, no, we'll clip that, that out for you. Is- this is where where it should go, yeah. But it's uh, let's let's see where this journey is uh, is ending. Um, it's still uh, all in development and it, everything's open. But I have a basic idea where it's going. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited I'm, for I'm you. Curious myself where this will end up. Very excited for you. This is fun. Yeah, this is really fun. I feel like you know most devs have a clear path ahead, like a whole plan, strategy, and you're like. I'm just in this and I'm seeing where it's taking me, where it's going to go, where it's going to lead. And that sounds like a lot of fun. Indeed. So you know what's a lot of fun, Andy? Rapid fire. Rapid fire. (laughs) It's time to learn a little bit more about you, Kai. We're going to give you a bunch of questions and you're going to answer them. Honestly, I was fearing this part of the the podcast. You should. You should. All right. First question. How long does it take for water to boil on your stovetop? Go. Uh, a minute wow you got a fast ass stovetop shit a minute andy yeah i don't know this fire one minute burn hotter where you are it's crazy <laughs> i guess the flames in germany are just hotter than most places in the earth <laughs> german engineers you know german engineers yeah no, but i guess it's a minute german engineered fire i love to you love to see it <laughs> andy your turn buddy leave it to germany even their fires demand more power <laughs> um, um let's see when was the last time you hugged someone uh that's a couple of days ago because i had covid so i should not hug too many people it's true uh, I, I guess it's about a week i don't know even more one and a half weeks, I guess. Yeah. But okay. usually I'm I'm hugging whenever I can. My my girlfriend, my daughter. Um, very how, how do you call this in English? Uh I don't know. But uh, affectionate hugging is sorry. Affectionate. Is it called like this? Yeah. yeah. But uh, hugging is really uh, I always feel like recharging my batteries when I'm hugging someone. So Aww. Aww. Oh, yeah, really, yeah, I like yeah, that. I like sweet. that. Oh my that's god. Sweet. I can't wait. Oh my god. I want to tell someone that. Yeah. When I hug them. Oh, I feel like I'm recharging my batteries. Of <sighs> course I'm draining theirs, but that's not the problem. That's Listen, problem. they don't need to know. They don't need to know. They just walk away all like shriveled. Like, what's happening to me? <laughs> I need your hugs. Um <laughs> All right, Kai. What uh, what was the dumbest way you've ever injured yourself? Mm. The dumbest way I've ever injured myself. Um, I was riding uh, riding my bicycle, and I had the strange idea to to change the hands like this. Yeah, you're no, normally like this, uh-huh. and I wanted to change them while I was riding. Yeah, and this of course meant I was crashing and <laughs> flat on my face. Uh, yeah, I had, had a stone in my knee. Need to go to the hospital. I need to to take out the stone, and uh, that Why? was really dumb. That, huh? Yeah, that sure is dumb. <laughs> that, 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 but this is my life. I need to say because <laughs> I I have a, a, a my, my friend which is working with me in my office. Um, it happens way too often that mm-hmm. we are talking, and then he is looking at me. He's silent, and he just says, "Kai, it must look terrible in your head." That's the only way he's replying sometimes to me because strange ideas come in and I, I can't protect myself from them. But uh, again, life is too short to, to be only serious. So 
just do the bullshit <laughs> and see what happens. I love it. Just do the bullshit and see what happens. That's the yeah. tagline of this episode. <laughs> yeah, I think this question was made for Kai. Kai, you've given us a lot of inspirational words today on the show. Yeah. I want you to give us a non-inspirational quote. If you were in front of a bunch of people and you want to just Suck leave the them the second guessing why they're alive. <laughs> a non-inspirational one. Yeah. That's hot. Something yes. that just makes people want to give up or not even try. Oh, give me a second. Um, <laughs> I really can't think of any. Uh, can we? Can we just bring in the next question and maybe I can? Yeah, we'll, circle with... we'll circle back. We'll circle back. We'll circle back. Uh, we'll we'll do an easy one. A little low hanging fruit here. Yeah. Um, Kai, would you rather have the power of flight or invisibility? Mm. Invisibility. Mm. Mm. See, he's my kind of man. That's because he just wants hugs. He wants more hugs. He wants. No, I want to <laughs> sneak up behind Putin and finish the job. Oh, <laughs> oh baby! Oh, oh man! It got real in here. What is the show today? It got real in here, and I love <laughs> Divorce, it. Divorce, assassination attempts. <laughs> What's going on? If someone needs to do it, and when I'm <laughs> invisible, why not? Hell yeah. God, you're like, and you're like right there too. You're like, oh, you're, you're within, oh, you're all up in that insanity. Yeah, you got God. this. All right. See, I was going to ask him if he was arrested. What would the crime be? I think I think know the answer we, to that question. Yeah. Um, let's say dessert rolls around and you're offered cake or pie. You're a cake man or a pie man? Cake, definitely cake. Mm, yeah, nice, very good. Loving right that cake. What is the best fruit? Um, Apple. Okay. Versi no versatile. advertisement. No advertisement. Nothing to do with the technology they provide. Uh, yeah, because... no, no, no. But no, that's good. That's a versatile fruit. It, it, a lot of utility out of that. I like it. Good. Good job. Mm -hmm. I think. I think I'm the best fruit. Moving on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you could travel in time, would you go? Prefer to go forwards in time or backwards in time? Ooh. Only one way. Only one way. And I, I could not come back. No, you can't come back. You're gonna you're gonna go ahead and stay there, or you're gonna go back and stay there. Oh, 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 oh. I guess I want to go uh, into the future. That's uh, mm. yeah. I, I'm just um, curious where where all this will go, and mm. what what kind of bullshit uh, mankind will still do in the future. So mm. I need to check the history books in the future. That will be interesting. Mm. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. Okay. I like that. Okay. All right, let's go back to the... I guess I have your uh, quote for you. Um, uh, maybe it's, I'm not quite sure if it's inspirational, but it's always. Okay. But one of my favorite is from Dostoevsky, uh, Above All, Don't Lie to Yourself. I guess this is something uh, that everybody should have heard at least once. Above mm. all, don't lie to yourself. Uh, no, I can't lie to myself. So we'll just say I know the truth. So the non-inspirational quote would be always lie to yourself. Yeah, <laughs> always lie to yourself. You're right. <laughs> yes, I love it. I love it. Um, here, here's an interesting one. I, I really like this question. Would you rather discover a brand new mm. corner of the universe, like a little planet or something, and go there and visit and explore it? Or would you rather explore the deepest, darkest parts of the ocean here on Earth? Uh, 
that's uh, I can answer that very easy. It's the ocean because I um, uh, two day, two years ago I have built a, a diving device, a diving uh, robot with with a friend of mine, which is actually meant to go to the deepest parts of the ocean and take pictures there. Um, because I was so interested about what is going on down there. If you if you know by today, ninety uh, what is it. Uh, 90% of the ocean ground. Nobody has a clue what is there. Mm. Nobody. Yeah. We have, we have, uh, if you open your, um, if you take a look at the globe or take a look at an, an atlas, you will see that there are um, things drawn uh, to be at the bottom of the Pacific or whatever. Right. But these are all just made up. They are invented. Nobody knows what is down there. And I just want to go down there and see what is there because uh, there must be so much left down there that no one has seen before. And I'm definitely absolutely curious about. Mm. What is something that you are not good at that you wish you could do better? Oh, where to start? How, <laughs> how long should this show last? It's, uh, we, we, we got much. about five more minutes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would I would love to uh, to be able to speak more languages. I'm way too bad at math, at physics, at chemistry, um, all this stuff. Um, be a better sportsman. I don't know so many things. So many things. Play more instruments or play at least one instrument. Probably <laughs> I was just a drummer, which is not really an instrument. So oh, uh, sure it is. Drums are instruments. Come on, you could tune yeah. drums, right? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but too, yeah. too many things that I would still love to be able to do better. Hmm. Uh, this is a modifier to the whole ocean thing. Oh, um, here we go. Would you? It, so you're exploring the ocean. What is more exciting to you? Finding old, forgotten archaeological, uh, like pieces of civilization, or a brand new creature? A new creature, new life forms, definitely. Yeah, that's that's way more interesting because I really want to see what's down there. Yeah, there must be so cool creatures that no one has seen before. Think and about how thick me. their hide has, like their skin has to be in there, and how dense their bones have to be to survive down there. You know, like that's yeah. that's crazy. That I always think about that. And I'm like, either they have to be made of like, uh, like a jelly, almost like an octopus, or you know, that's where like the the fantasy of the kraken comes from. Like it has to be something that's that's so fluid that it doesn't matter how heavy the water is, um, or how much it, it, it's crushing them, or they have to be just this massive hulking beast of a whale, like something we've never seen before. I I'm, I've always found that fascinating too. Andy. Oh, let's see. Between Steven and I, mm. which one of you gives off a sense of being the last boss in a game? Oh, which one of us is the last boss? I like that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I like that. Yeah. No. Okay. That's who is, choice. Who is giving off that energy? <laughs> is neither a, a, a choice. Yeah. Because no, you're both tutorial bosses. Right. One of us is giving a tutorial boss. The other one is giving a, hey, would you like to buy my ways? Yeah. <laughs> Lander. Okay, um, let's skip this question. I don't want to. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. I'm talking to NPCs here. So what? What can I say? That's true. It's true. <laughs> so walk away. Here's an interesting question. A frankfurter. Okay. Yeah. Is that a sandwich? 
would you call it sandwich? It's just a sausage and a piece of bread, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. In Germany, it's actually just a sausage, I guess. And uh, there, there are some wording differences in um, between America and Germany, I guess. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. What would your dream collaboration be if you could work with any game developer on a project? Who would you want on board to help you in your endeavors? Game developer. Um, I would like to work with the guy who wrote Doom because he mm. must be an unbelievable coder. I just saw a video yesterday again on this um, inverse square root thing that he invented, something that uh, that is very important in, in, in 3D uh, equations and calculations. And this guy just came up with a 10 line, uh, 10 lines of code, a formula which totally blew this uh, problem away. And uh, I just saw so many other things. He did a new calculation for shadows that all the other big companies couldn't, uh, couldn't come up with. Uh, would definitely be interesting to, to work with this guy for a day. I'm afraid I would not understand half the stuff he's doing, but uh, would be interesting. If, if he was forced to be patient with me, that would be great. <laughs> if you could reverse engineer one piece of technology to learn how it works, what would it be? Is it only code or something else? No, like, like a, a physical piece of technology. Physical piece of technology. For example, I just don't yeah. understand how little pieces of copper and plastic and silicon becomes a computer. I don't get it. It makes no sense to me. Zero. No matter how, how much I can be explained, I have no idea how these tiny little computer chips can do anything. Yeah, that, that came to my mind now as well. Uh, chip production. I would like to see how they make chips so thin with all this uh, functionality in them. Uh, definitely something that I would, would like to understand. Yeah. And graphic cards as well. Because graphic cards, with all this parallel processing, I would really like to, uh, to know how they, they do this. Yeah. All right, Andy, let's get one more from you and then I'll give us our ceremonial final question. Oh boy, let's see, let's see. Mm -mm. Would you rather have one real get out of jail free card mm. or a key to unlock any door except for your prison cell if you do commit a crime? <laughs> <laughs> of course. Just because you could open your prison cell doesn't mean you can leave. Right, I'm just saying. It's guards in your way. Let, let's get yeah. this key, which is which unlocks doors, and I combine it with being invisible. Man, would I have fun in this world <laughs> and get rid of some people? Yeah, but uh, that definitely the the key to to every door. Yeah, get rid of some people. He has like he's got a kill list he, somewhere. There is definitely a list. There's of like written like in lipstick the, somewhere in the top right hand drawer. Like... Oh man. Uh, all right, so now it is time for the ceremonial final question. Um, uh, if you've listened to the show, you know what the question is. So we're not going to give you the rundown, but just know that it is the most important question you could ever be asked. So if you didn't get make it to this point of the episode that you've that you've listened to, Kai, then I don't know what to tell you. Um, but you can't get out of this one. There's no get out of jail free card on this one. You must answer it. And it is a simple question. It's binary. The question is, Andy or Steven? Uh, I haven't actually listened, I guess, then to the complete end of an episode. So 
that's that's great um i should not always that's that's one of my major failures i i never listen something completely to its end uh neither do we uh, i've stopped listening 15 minutes ago kai yeah I'm just, okay right now yeah. i'm just on autopilot i don't know what's happening <laughs> yeah but, but uh <laughs> couldn't couldn't you just uh get a baby together and i choose this one if you both get a baby oh. together that would be great huh okay sure that, that would be <laughs> All right, Stephen, we're adopting uh, a child or making a baby. And... Adopting a child? I don't, I don't think that's how this works. <laughs> no, you need to reproduct somehow. We need to figure it out. I mean, we it's got to have a little bit of me. Well, you have a sister, DNA. right? Do you have a sister? You have I a do. sister. Yeah, there you I go. Do, yeah. Boom. That's yeah. She has your, your DNA. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We could just, she could donate one of, the, one of her, I don't one know. Of her, one eggs. of her egg things. Yeah. yeah. There you go. And that, Good. And we did it. We did it. This is an image yeah. Andy did not need. No. This is an image the, Andy. The world does not need this image. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, what this world does need is your support. Thank you so much for listening and watching to the show. This was an absolute blast to do. If you want to follow us on social media, we are at dual underscore screens on Twitter. We are now at dual screens on TikTok. So take a look. Uh, we're trying to pick out some uh, fun moments of our shows and throw them on there. So please go give us a follow over there. I'm at Batchild27. Andy is at PantsGuy. You can also follow me on TikTok uh, at Batchild. Uh, our Facebook group is facebook.com slash groups slash DS podcasts. And of course, if you want to support this show, the Dual Screens podcast, you can do so so easily by going to patreon.com slash NDS podcast, just like our Patreon producers, Colton the Apprentice Nestler and FNH Paul. We cannot continue to grow without all of your support, so thank you so very much for doing so. Remember, this show posts each and every week for your listening pleasure, and we have two other shows for you. We have the Dual Screens Crossplay Podcast, which you can watch record live on twitch.tv slash dual screen streams, or later as a video on youtube.com slash dual screens TV. And we have Faction Wars, a new world podcast, which is all about the video game New World and everything happening in the world of Eternum. Now, Kai... Where could everybody follow you? Where could everybody follow Silence is a Lie? Give us the the PR pitch for all the stuffs. Yes, uh, you can definitely find us on Twitter. That would be the most easy way, I guess. We have a, a Steam page up right now, so it would be great to wish us there. But mostly Twitter, Instagram, uh, if you search for Silence is a Lie, you will find us right away. And yeah, it would be great to, to see you there and um, to exchange experience with, with players is always very important to make this a good game. And I understand you also have a Patreon. Yes, I have a Patreon page. I almost forgot about it. Thank you. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, if, if you want to drop by there and of course support me there, that would be great. We have a Patreon as well. Yes. And we could really, uh, every every uh, piece of budget will help us get this game better. Yeah. All the links will be in the description of the show, folks. So you can go take a look at that. But if you're listening and you just want to write it down real quick, it's patreon.com slash silence underscore is underscore a underscore lie. And you could find it there. So it silences a lie. I'm sure if you just put that in your uh, Patreon, you'll find it. Um, thank you so much, Kai. This was an absolute blast. Thank you so much for doing this with us. Thanks for having me. And hopefully uh, the Russians won't come after me after this. Nah, episode. They, but they let's see. Uh, no, no, no. You, you're, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. <laughs> thank you, Andy. Thank you, Kai. Thank you, listeners. Thank you, viewers. And as always, please be excellent to each other. <laughs>